Hello, this is Am I Old Yet? A lightly comic audio drama. Maybe it's a sitcom. I've decided it's a sitcom. And it's about life, the universe, and all of that stuff from the perspective of one elderly woman. This is episode two of season five. Susie, there is no going back. Hi, Gran, you in? Hey, is that you? Yep, it's me. I think so. I was expecting you. Have I forgotten something again? Oh, no, I, I just thought I'd pop in. Sorry to bother you. I can come back some other time. What? Don't be daft. Of course, you're not bothering me. And what's this about you think so? Have you mislaid your sense of identity? No, not really, just... Okay, well, let's get some coffee on the go. Caffeine usually helps me to rediscover myself, at least temporarily. Really? Gran? I can't imagine you ever feeling lost. <laughs> Shows how little you know me, then. Come on, coffee. And I'm pretty sure everybody has these thoughts from time to time. Except maybe the odd psychopath. Or narcissist. There you go. They do say the secret of being confident is not being absolutely sure of yourself all the time. It's more about how you handle the moments of doubt. You mean faking it whenever you need no, to? No, not exactly. Just faking being confident is bound to come over as fake, because it is. No, I mean being able to focus on what's important in the moment, rather than giving your attention to whatever it is you feel secure about. Well, that makes no sense at all, Gran. And when have you ever felt lacking in confidence? You always seem to be the most self-assured, confident person I know. Well, you're very kind, but I assure you I'm not. I can beat myself up over anything. These days it's mostly about forgetting a word, misplacing my keys, saying something thoughtless in an email and hitting send without checking. Oh, so easy to do that. And when I was working full-time, I was absolutely convinced that everybody else was much better than I was. Most people have imposter syndrome, which means they question their abilities, consider themselves unworthy. Ah, oh, yes, I can see that. Yes, and actually, it's not such a bad thing now I come to think about it. Because if we don't check in on ourselves... That would mean we think we are beyond improvement, and frankly, nobody is. Do you see what I mean? I think so. So what's the problem? What's up? Is there anything in particular sparking off this crisis of confidence? Not really. That's the weird part of it. It just seems to have been building up over the past few months. Wondering who I am, really, what's the point? I mean, what is the point of me, of being me? What am I? Oh, my goodness. Now, that's a good question. Is it? Oh, yes, it's a very good question. In the right context. I just don't think it's the best question you could be asking just now. How so? How old are you again? Too old. For what? What do you mean? Exactly what I say. Too old for what? I'm joking. But why would you even say such a thing? In jest? Oh, I'm not sure, really. Oh, <sighs> Everybody else seems to know what they want to do. Some of them are even doing it. People younger than I am are already successful, famous even. Are you telling me you think being famous is something useful to aim for? No, not exactly. But you don't get to be famous unless you're good at something special. You mean like, ah, uh, let me see, good at posturing around in a holiday resort in skimpy clothing, making Inane remarks and having sex whenever you feel no. like it. Oh, 
but some people are obviously good at that, and they are famous for it. I don't mean that. All right, give me a for example. Well, well, one of the girls from my school has just published a book on psychology. A textbook. Smarty pants, eh? <laughs> yes. She's awfully bright. Got into Oxford when she was 17. Got her D-fill at 22 and now she's teaching at Cambridge. Isn't that a bit of a come down? No, Gran. And I don't begrudge her, of course. She's worked very hard for and it. And I'm guessing she's quite passionate about it too. Which is to be highly recommended, you know. There's no prizes for banging on about things you don't actually care about. No, of course not. That's not what I meant either. Oh, I don't know. It's stupid. No, sweetheart, it's not stupid. It's highly admirable. What is? Taking stock of what you're doing every now and then. Questioning whether you're making the best choices, whether there's something else you could be doing. Places to go, people to see. Really? But everybody else seems to be perfectly happy with the choices they've made. Charlie, he's just like a kid in a sweetie shop, getting everything ready for his music degree. But it took him long enough to realise that's what he wanted to do. No? I suppose so. But it's not about Charlie, it's just... I know, don't worry. I do know what you mean. But there is usually some sort of catalyst when we have these mini crises. And I suspect, tell me I'm wrong, Charlie's newfound decisiveness combined with your upcoming gap year might, just might be the catalyst this time. You mean this will happen again and again? So it doesn't make any difference what I do. I'll always be bumping into this brick wall, incapable of making a decision, feeling pathetic. No, not at all. Now you just breathe out for a bit, my darling girl. Go on. <sighs> Thank you. Now listen to me and I'll try to clear up a few things for you. You don't have to agree with me, but I'd like you to... Hmm, make notes and think about it, okay? Okay, hang on. I'll use my phone to make notes. Good idea. Ready? Uh-huh. So, some people are born knowing what they want to do. They find their happy place early on and they stick with it for life, okay? Yes. Those people are very, very rare. And they're not always the easiest people to live with. Oh. Most people start off doing what's expected of them and then at some point, if they're open to it, they realise what they really want to spend their time doing. Well, I'm really starting to regret the last two years wasting a master's degree on something that's never going to get me a job. Oh, now that is the saddest thing. So you agree with me? On the contrary. Regret is the most wasteful, destructive emotion Regret devalues you, deprives you of the time and experience that you've had, the effort you put in, everything involved in it. Now that is a waste. But there are no ifs, buts or ands. Regret leads to nothing. You have spent 18 months reading some boring and some fascinating studies, listening to some great and not so great lecturers, Practicing, articulating, writing your responses, learning how to distinguish between people you don't want to spend time with and people you want to learn more about. Am I right? Mm. Or am I a meringue? What? Oh, sorry. 
Old Scots expression. I can never get it right. Well, you're not absolutely wrong, if that's what you mean. I do take your point. It, it wasn't wasted in that sense, but I could have been doing something, oh, I don't know, something more productive. If you could have, you would have. What? Take yourself back to the time when you were choosing your course. Did you have something else, something more productive that you wanted to do? No, but if I could go back now... I hate to break it to you, sweet girl, but you can't. You can't go back. So why sweat it? You chose what you chose because it was your choice then. And you did it to the best of your ability. And now you are in the glorious, most advantageous situation where you have the space to decide whether you want to continue doing that specific thing or turn to something maybe related or something completely different. There is no right or wrong about this. You just are in that situation. Sort of. But I suspect that the difficulty that you're having, the challenge for you at this moment, is that you are not comfortable with being in a state of not knowing. You like things to be settled, cut and dry, within reason, of course. But this questioning, floating sort of state is well out of your comfort zone, my love. And you won't be happy until you've settled on some concrete plan of action. I can't even do that because I'm going off to Australia for a year and I've no idea what that'll be like and I... Oh. Yes? Oh, I see what you mean. Yes? Does that make me a total control freak? Possibly, but a very charming, kind and sensitive one with a healthy spirit of adventure. Am I so much like my mother? We all are, my darling. It can't be helped. But we don't have to do what our mothers did the way they did it. We can do it our own, totally unique way. Well, that's a relief. Tell me about it. Now, more coffee? Always. Shall I make it? I wish you would. That was Susie, There Is No Going Back, Episode 5, Season 2 of Am I Old Yet? Written and performed by me, Floyd Kennedy. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, if you're enjoying it, please, pretty please, drop us a review or a comment on the website, www.amioldyet.com slash reviews, or you could do it in your Apple or your Spotify podcasty thingy, whatever it is you're doing. If your app allows you to rate and review it, that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. Rate and review. I need to know what you think. I need to know you're out there. And if, of course, I have to do this bit as well because I don't get any adverts. So here's my advert. If you've got a spare penny or two, please donate to buymeacoffee.com slash amioldyet or if you'd like to become a patron you can do that at patreon.com slash amioldyet thank you i'll leave you alone now enjoy your week and thanks for listening and stay safe